it's really funny because some of them have like clown-like horns and yeah. like honk That's what the, they come around they, the corner. They have the dumbest horns on earth. It's just like I imagine honka, honka. the last thing you hear on this earth is just a dumb clown horn around the corner before your Vespa is just sideswiped out into the abyss. $10,000 can buy you some great trips. 15 days on the slopes in Colorado. 10 days with the family at Disney. One week snorkeling in the Bahamas. What if you want to go around the world on 10K for six months? I'm Kirsten. And I'm Cameron Coates. And together we're on the ultimate long-term budget trip. This is Coats to Coast. Welcome to episode 17 of Coats to Coast. Still in Italy. Yeah. Where are we, Kirsten? We are in Florence, Italy. So we are making our way up north. I'm pretty sure Florence is considered north, but it's more like middle S. It's Tuscany. It's Tuscany. We're in Tuscany. Home of the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. And not just the men, the women, and the children. So what we were looking forward to most, Negronis here in Florence because it is the birthplace of the Negroni. I did not realize until I got here it is Negroni week, but I think that's just in the U.S. I got really excited. I, I think, think other countries celebrate it too, just maybe not, because I saw some like UK stuff, just maybe not as much Italy. They seem to go for Campari week. They celebrate Negronis. I've been the one guy celebrating Negroni week. They still seem pretty fond of the Negroni. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the birthplace. Yeah, yeah. So that's going well. We're going to have a full thing about that next week. Uh, Kirsten, you were looking forward to living your best under the Tuscan sun life. Yeah. I don't like the fact you ran off with some guy named Marcello. <laughs> it's okay. He couldn't actually find me the piece to the chandelier that I was missing. Fair enough. It's I wouldn't mind really living under some Tuscan clouds, though. It's been really hot. Oh, thank goodness for some bit of rain recently, though. That's cooled it off because it was unbearably hot here, and we don't have AC. We'll talk a lot more about that next week. This episode, though, is all about Campania. Oh, right. I'm skipping ahead here. This yeah, isn't the this Florence is the Campania episode. This is the Campania. We're talking about the Amalfi Coast, and we got Yeah, we got to get into it because there's a lot to ground to cover. Campania is just yeah. the whole region containing the Amalfi Coast, Sorrento, Naples, uh, and we saw a little bit of everything. We really did. We saw so many different towns. We started out in Sorrento. Uh, we took a train from Rome to Naples, the Fresh Rossa, which is the high-speed rail. Then we took a bus to Sorrento. Uh, Sorrento is not actually on the Amalfi Coast, but it is really, really close, so you can get to it really easily, and it's way cheaper. Sorrento is a great we place. A, no, we took a train, another train, a oh, commuter right. train. yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say it American style. Sorry. Circumvesuviana. You can take that or there's like a special tourist train for a few euros more. And I've gathered it's not worth it. Yeah, the other train was totally fine. They say that it has air conditioning and guaranteed seating. I say for budget travel, the Circumvesuviana works just fine. If anything... People seem to complain less about that than the tourist train. I think that's just because tourists complain. No, I think <laughs> I think that's just a good tip in general. Like if there is like a tourist option for transportation and there's a local option, just take the local option. It'll be cheaper and most of the times better. We got to Sorrento. We had an amazing Airbnb. One of my favorite Airbnbs we've stayed at. Just a few minutes walk from oh, the train station. It was like maybe two minutes. Like it was like a really good location. And the lady that ran it was awesome. And it's in this like family compound question mark um, with like citrus trees and gardens. Not you- like a mafia thing. Not When you yeah. say family compound in Italy. Could be. Super nice mobs. And they have a cat. Yeah. Well, a cat runs the operation. That sounds pretty mafia to me. Uh, it's, an, it's an entirely <laughs> citrus based 
yeah. mafia you operation. walk under like lemon trees and stuff yeah they just have huge citrus groves all over the the compound the mafia <laughs> sorrento is really known for its lemons well that's what you said you were looking forward to living in a lemon world so yeah we're still running do, 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 an episode do, do, behind do, do, do. we're gonna catch up a lot on this one <laughs> but we also got fresh eggs because yes. they had chickens there and so our airbnb host she would bring us eggs every day that we would cook up and these were just absolutely delicious guys can i drop some knowledge here that's not related to travel but is important if anybody's ever raising chickens or if you have friends that are raising chickens here's the secret to the best eggs you've ever tasted in your world i think the secret is carrots she said she fed her chickens a lot of carrot peelings and the eggs were like really really orange and sweet almost i don't know just feed your chicken carrots yeah, she also gave another really important piece of advice about raising chickens, too, while we're just on this topic. Uh, <laughs> don't count them before they hatch. Okay. <laughs> it's very important. Uh, but Sorrento is a really nice town. The Amalfi is weird because it's not, like, very beachy because it's all very sheer cliffs, pretty much. I don't understand who moved to the Amalfi originally. It was just like, this is the place to build a luxury beachfront community here on this 300-foot cliff. Sorrento, though, was nice. The restaurant scene was good. Pretty decently priced for the Amalfi area. It was, yeah, it was a lot. The Amalfi area is just expensive, y'all. It's so, so expensive. So I'm glad we like we started off with the most expensive places in Italy first, I feel like, with the exception of maybe Venice will probably be expensive. But Rome was pretty pricey, although you can get some good deals. But Amalfi Coast was really, really pricey. We didn't realize how much so until we got to Florence. Uh, there was a restaurant in Sorrento, I do remember, though, because its name is Pizza as P I Z Z A space A Z Z. Y'all ever wanted to get some as pizza? Yeah. You ever wanted to have as in your mouth? Uh, <laughs> you want everyone to get a mouthful of as? Oh you can gosh, in Sorrento. No. <laughs> <laughs> we did check out a lot of the Amalfi, which was why we kind of used Sorrento as a base of operations because it was the cheapest. Uh, but we saw Nerano. Hazitano, Amalfi, and Minori. And Not all on one day. This is over yeah. several days. Yeah. Uh, it took about three days to see all of it, and we could have probably doubled that. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't allow much time for relaxation. It was, going, it was mostly sightseeing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of that, though, is because it just takes forever to get anywhere on the Amalfi because the roads are narrow and windy and terrifying. And really, truly, unless you've got a yacht, the best way to see it is by bus. Yeah. Public buses. The buses are pretty cheap. You can get like a day pass. It's 24 hours for 10 euro. And basically it'll just like any bus along the Amalfi or even Sorrento. Like you can get on and off as many times as you want. You're good to go. Single ways are about 250. So yeah. you're, you're probably going to save money on that one. Though the buses are nuts. The bus drivers are crazy. It's like people that tried out rally driving and we're like this is kind of boring yeah what if i could do this along sheer cliff faces in a huge vehicle i don't know a lot of people online are like oh it's scary it's terrifying look at this youtube footage of you traveling along a cliff and yeah you're along a cliff that's like 200 feet off the sea mm -hmm. the only thing that's separating you from i guess a final destination style death uh, is like three feet of concrete max uh, but I've never felt safer than when I was on an Amalfi bus because those bus drivers, 
would, I think, run their own grandmother off the road to protect their bus. I trust those bus drivers implicitly. We watch them do all sorts of crazy stuff, and they don't care. They just no. make people back up and get out of the way. If you see a bus <laughs> coming towards you on the Amalfi, just get ready to slam it into reverse yeah. like Vin Diesel. <laughs> It's really funny because some of them have like clown-like horns and the yeah. like honka books they come around they, the corner. They have the dumbest horns on earth. It's just like I imagine honka, honka. the last thing you hear on this earth is just a dumb clown horn around the corner before your Vespa is just sideswiped out into the abyss. Yeah, it's it's insane, guys. But these are some talented people driving these buses. Yeah, sometimes the bus drivers get in a standoff. When we went to Nirvana... Oh they both got on a road that was arguably too small for one bus. Yeah. Uh, and our bus driver made the other one back up probably like 100 yards, like I, a full football field around yeah, the corner. Yeah. Uh, and then proceeded to just chew the other bus driver out just for existing. You never know if it's chewing them out or if they're just having a pleasant conversation. But in Italian, it just sounds terrifying. I watched the other guy. He wasn't He wasn't saying nice things to him. Okay, I don't know. But I was pretty cool. We're like, yeah, we're on that bus. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. If you're headed east, though, on the Amalfi Coast buses, uh, go to the passenger side for the best views. Yeah. If you're headed west, Go on the driver's side. So if you're coming from Sorrento. Yeah, Sorrento to Amalfi, get on the passenger's side. Yeah. Amalfi to Sorrento. For those of us who don't pay attention to cardinal directions. Right. Get yeah. on the on the driver's side. And yeah. Unless you're unless you unless don't do well with heights, heights and then do the case, opposite. No, just close your eyes the whole journey. I've never been that aware of how much buses can lean around corners until Oof. we were traveling the Amalfi. Uh, and best stops, by the way. Uh, if you want to get a seat, because they'll just have you stand up and just ride these buses, which, which is which is like impossible. Don't even do that. Yeah. Don't no. Mm-mm. Also, the ride from Amalfi to Sorrento is two and a half hours by yeah. bus, even though it is probably like fifteen miles. And we did not take that whole trip too. We stopped at places along the way, but we did take it back. Yeah, <laughs> you average about bit. ten miles an hour on the the bus is just the way the roads are worked because they're just very very yeah but here's the thing they're either going 80 miles an hour or they're going one mile an hour yeah there's no in between (laughs) yeah so the best stops to guarantee a seat on a bus the amalfi marina terminus yeah uh the sorrento train station yeah both both of those are terminus that's the easiest location but if you go to positano use the third stop or the lowest one yeah. by height, the third stop headed east because no one gets off the bus at the first two stops Yeah, because they're way off the road unless you have like a hotel or something there and then the bus driver will just blow through the stop if you're trying to get back right. on because he's like, we don't have room, but they'll have room at the third one because a ton of people will get off. Also, the bus drivers though, as crazy as they are, are pretty friendly. Yeah, nothing nothing about attitude here. These people are amazing. I accidentally left a bag on the bus. For I'm not going to get into it. It's still very upsetting. Anyway, but I just asked the bus driver just to see, and he sent me to like the head guy there or whatever, and I swear this guy called every single bus driver personally and asked them to go and check for it. Like it w- He took it so seriously, and I was not expecting that, and they were so, so super nice. I did not recover my bag, but... They are amazing. So, yeah, big shout out to Amalfi Coast bus drivers. Y'all rock. Uh, but when we went to Nerano, yeah. we went for one reason and one reason only. Tucci. Stanley Tucci. 
I mean, he wasn't there, but it was a restaurant he, he recommended. Could have been there. We don't know that. Searching for Italy in the first episode when he goes to the Amalfi, uh, he went to Lascolio, which I'm pretty sure either means seafood or curvature of the spine. I, yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure it's seafood. Okay, all right. But, I saw food when I was there. Yeah, it's just in a gorgeous location. <laughs> it is really though. beautiful. It's out very over, small town though. It's out over the water, and they have a boulder. The restaurant yeah. dining area is a pier. It's like a private pier. And it's setting on this boulder as a base. Mm-hmm. And they have actually a boat dock. Like you can apparently arrive by yacht and take a boat straight up to the restaurant and then just like walk up the stairs and, and get dinner, which is wild. We did not do that. <laughs> we did not. We, we came by bus. We just weren't feeling it, you know. We weren't feeling our yacht that day. So we got on the bus. We were the only people that arrived and left by bus. Yes. That day. Um, but it was a phenomenal meal. It was one of those kind of treat yourself things. We knew it was going to be really expensive. And, and it, it was. was. <laughs> it was like 50 euro a person. Yeah. That's the most expensive meal we've had on the trip. But they were amazing. It really did seem like like a family like establishment. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Spectacular setting. view. Uh, we went there around sunset. And then mm-hmm. the food was even better. You know, it started off strongest. Oh, my God. These eggplant meatballs. And I love anything oh eggplant. God. I never thought to combine eggplant and meatballs, and it's perfect. I they never were... want a regular meatball again. They're yeah. so good. We got the spaghetti with zucchini, which is kind of a regional thing. Stanley Tucci lavished it with praise. Yeah. He said it was so good, he shook down the family yeah. for the recipe. Apparently, the recipe is going to be in his new book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got yeah. fried calamari, which was ludicrously fresh. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, they have fishing boats, by the way. Like the family has a fishing boats that are tied up at the same yeah, pier, mm-hmm. so they'll just go fishing yeah. while you're there. And then for dessert, we got fresh fruit, which <laughs> led to a weird dilemma because it's like, how do you cut a pear with a knife and still look cool? Yeah, I was expecting it to be like cut fruit, but they literally just brought us out a plate with fruit on it. I wasn't about to just bite into this pear uncouth american so i just looked like an uncouth american that didn't know how to cut a pear with a knife (laughs) no you did a great job oh but the figs on this plate were ridiculous guys america's been sleeping on figs then we went to positano yeah positano is in under the tuscan sun but i swear and i gotta look at the legitimacy of this but i don't think they filmed that in positano because it looks way more like amalfi than it does positano positano is very much struck me as just like a resort boutique town like it had a lot of like women's clothing a lot of like higher end boutiques there but not a t- we didn't see a ton else honestly like- there were let's say there were a lot more yachts parked out in positano's port than in amalfi yeah 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 so we did that we went to amalfi it was just a beautiful town they have some cool like souvenir shops yeah they're famous for paper i had no idea they're really cool it was a really cool town to just wander through they had this old church yeah um, that was super neat it was two euro for entrance into it It has like a courtyard it has a lot of older art in fact it had paintings on like the plaster and then you could see where they had been chipped away so you could see like where they painted over other paintings (laughs) yeah it's so old they had frescoes on the frescoes and then you got to see the chapel. You got to go down and see like crypts, um, not like super creepy crypts or anything like that. It was a really good tour for two euro. There was just like a lot to see and it was really cool architecture. I don't like paying for many churches just because you can see so many for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was more like a museum and a church tour. So yeah. I'd recommend doing that if you're in the Amalfi. We also got some uh, Delicia a Limone, the dessert for the Amalfi. 
it's a lemon cake, but inside is like a lemon custard. custard. Yeah. I don't know. Our Airbnb lady said that the best one was in Ponza Amalfi, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a pastry shop there. Cute pastry shop. Uh, and she said that we should not be as excited about Sal de Rizzo, which I- is in Minori, and that's like the Delicia al Limone. I think she was just making the case that maybe we didn't need to make an extra trip all the way down there. We could get one that was just as good at the other place in Amalfi. But I totally disagree. <laughs> yeah, I thought Saldarizo was <laughs> the better one. It was more expensive, and the staff was really rude. They I were just know. jerks. It I was don't know. an off yeah. day or what, but like I did not have a good experience. Yeah, they there. were jerks, but the dessert was good. But it was really good. That was about as much as we saw of Minori, because that's really yeah. kind of the big draw for that town. There's but, some good swimming there if you wanted some good swimming. There seemed to be like a good, less crowded beach there. That, that kind of wrapped up the day we did Positano, Amalfi, and Minori, and then it took three hours to get back. Before that, though, <laughs> we went to Capri. Yeah. Which is... Capri? Capri? I think Capri is the Italian pronunciation. Capri is the anglicized one. Anyway, home of short pants. That's not Cameron. Nope. Home of short pants. Nope. Mm. And uh, we, first of all, got hosed on the ferry, but I think it's just a very expensive ferry to get there. I don't think we got hosed on the ferry. The ferry was like 20 odd euros a piece each way. So all told, it ended up being about like 100 euros for the whole trip, um, which seems about right for it. It's not a very long trip from Sorrento, so I think that's pretty expensive, but that seems to be what they all are. It's a vacation destination right i wasn't really looking forward to it i wasn't really thinking about doing it we just got there like oh this is a short like trip we could take but i ended up loving this island it is very touristy so like i don't know there are a lot of like over touristy places maybe it wouldn't bother going but there's some really great places and really great gems you can find yeah i mean there's the city of capri and then there's annika pre yeah there's Capri Town, which is like the one that the ferry is going to drop you off at. And it has like the really high end designer stores and everything like that. It's got some good stuff. We got some really good gelato, had amazing food. Uh, but then Anna Capri is on the, or Anna Capri is on the other side um, of the island that you can take a bus to. And that has a lot more like local shops, like local um, artisans and just like tiny little mom and pop shops and stuff like that. And I would definitely recommend going there if you're wanting to get like a more unique um, souvenir that you can actually meet the people who made it. By the way, there's a funicular up the hill into Capri from the marina. Don't make my mistake (laughs) and think you can just walk up the hill and it's not going to be bad because you couldn't immediately find the funicular. Search for it because that hill about killed us. Yeah, we were both deeply miserable and deeply sweaty by the time we got to lunch but we did see kitties just just look at it as at least we got to see cats right but we did get a great lunch after that at palali which has a wonderful view if you can get one of the outdoor tables i think that requires a reservation they have a balcony for two that looks out over the town that's spectacular gorgeous uh we were sitting inside there's really only room for like two or four people to sit inside with covid rules and then there's they have another patio that looks out over the church but that yeah. balcony for two is spectacular i got the ravioli alla caprese which is homemade ravioli with mozzarella and these tomatoes that was just perfect it was a perfect pasta yeah i got this spaghetti alla vongole 
it, which is just like it's very simple spaghetti and clams. They have it all over the place here in Italy. Um, it was really, really good. Best one that I've had, definitely. Yeah, and that wasn't bad. It was like fourteen euro. A yeah, again, it's it's expen- more expensive on the uh, Amalfi and in that area, but it was really good. Uh, and also, they had a baffling but killer soundtrack. We walked in and they were playing "Last Christmas" by Wham, which is questionable no matter what time of year. That's questionable during Christmas. Let's just remind you that it is September. Uh, yeah, in September, and yeah. they were playing this. Yeah, but then they went straight into Tame Impala, less I know the better. Yeah, and they just got wilder from there. Sure so did. yeah, Palali was great. I don't, I, I enjoyed Capri. Like I said, expensive to get there, but it was beautiful. Oh, we got a. Uh, also has the um, Garden of Augusta, Augusto Garden of Augusto, which has a lot of cats. So check that out, and it's only two euros. Yeah, or maybe a euro. Yeah, and then we went to Naples, took the Circum Vesuviana back to Naples. We needed some chill time after going pretty nonstop for Sorrento and the Amalfi Coast. Naples uh, is a lot cheaper than the stuff on the coast, too. So Everything you've heard about Naples is true. It is a dirty city. It's very dirty. The Naples natives, the Neapolitans, yeah. they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. It's not a. It's not a city that is seeking tourists. But they aren't anti-tourist either i don't know i thought it was fine i i mean the public transit was probably the worst part they have a funicular because naples is built on a huge hill i did not realize this i should have after we went to several funiculars yeah and they have buses too and they are extremely unreliable it's kind of whoever showed up to work that day. From what I've pieced together can... from Italian news reports, I think there's been a lot of strikes. So they have a problem with staffing. But because of that, a lot of times stations will just be closed or the bus just won't come. And they won't tell you if it's closed, you'll just be waiting forever. It was very, very frustrating. <laughs> it was very frustrating. Yeah, especially since we were staying at Airbnb on a hill that if the funicular or the bus wasn't running, then we would have to walk like 20 minutes up or down to get to the Airbnb. So there aren't a ton of attractions in Naples, just not not anything like Rome or anything like that. But one of the ones that I did really enjoy was the Royal Palace of Naples. Um, it was, what, six euro entry. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge palace. There's like 30 rooms that you can view. One of them is the theater. Uh, there's a lot of art on the wall, a lot of paintings, um, a lot of furniture. And we made fun of all of it. <laughs> we, did, we just went and roasted. We just roasted all, all this very old, very expensive art. This is what I do at art museums, and I love it. And I so I so appreciate the art, but also I just want to make fun of the ridiculous. I mean, you've, if you've seen a Renaissance painting, like you just got to riff off that. Also, just an absolute baffling discovery at this Palace of Naples was in their courtyard. There was just a house, and it just looked like a house from a farm in America built around like 1940 and Kim you want to tell them whose house it was it was Rosa Parks house yeah apparently this like what German it wasn't guy? always there in the middle of the house <laughs> by the way no this like German guy apparently bought it and then had it disassembled and shipped to his place in Germany and reassembled it and it's just basically been touring around as an art installation so 
Now it's in Naples in a palace? Yeah. He said he wants to return it back to the States when things calm down a bit. Yep. Was basically the the gist of where he was going with that. When he can raise like funds for it, right? To restore it. Yeah, that's just sitting in the middle of a palace in Naples. So that was kind of strange, but it was also pretty neat. And not too far from the Royal Palace, too, is uh, Galleria Umberto One, which is like an OG shopping mall from right around the turn of the century. And it was just beautiful. I we I was on my list of things to see. Kirsten stopped into a Sephora, and it happened to be in this old mall. Yeah, I needed a nail file. Yeah, still haven't found one. <laughs> we found one. <laughs> um, yeah, this is really cool. But I'd like to know what happened to the Galleria Umberto two through five. The Galleria Umberto two closed because the funicular didn't go to it. Thank enough. you, thank you. Uh, also, though, for great shopping uh, via Mezzocanone has some of the best vintage shopping we've seen all trip. And it's right over by, they have a university right next to it, but they have uh, just a phenomenal row of vintage stores. I found a Dior suit dirt cheap that fits perfectly, and it is now mine. Yeah, they're really great vintage stores. They're a lot of fun to look around in, actually vintage items. High-end stuff, really good prices. But also, we found some great restaurants. Cannot go to Naples without getting pizza. Naples is the home of pizza. Um, I'm going to say this, and this could be a very controversial saying. We went to a million places to get pizza, and I feel like they were all really good. And other than a couple of like... How's that controversial? Because every time you read a review for a restaurant in Naples, there will be people claiming that this restaurant has the best pizza in Naples. Oh, every... Most of them were exactly the same. Most of them were the same. Every restaurant in Italy will have a review that's like, this is the best pasta I've had. I've traveled to Italy for 80 years now, and this is the best pasta or pizza or limoncello or whatever that I've had. So you really just start tuning that (laughs) after a while. All the pizza is very good, though. They have strict rules, though, in Naples for their pizza. They don't like weird stuff either. If you showed up there with one of those stuffed cheesy crust pizzas, they'd kill you. They No, one of the restaurants offered us to stuff the crust. It was a trick, Kirsten. It was a trick. If we said yes, they would have killed us. Here's the thing. Just stick with the classic... Pizza, the margarita with the tomatoes, garlic, basil, or the marinara. or You don't need a ton of toppings like we have in America. Not on these pizzas. These pizzas are amazing just on their own. Also, they're dirt cheap. Like we're talking for they a margarita are. pizza, average of five euro. And this is like a small to medium sized pizza. This, back these home. pizzas are, are huge. And people here order an entire pizza for one person. I don't understand how you're supposed to finish an entire pizza. I can't do it. Top two pizzas we had, like, or just like good pizza place. Like you said, they're all pretty equal. Uh, the first place we went to, Basilico Pizzeria uh, Chiaia, was really good. It's a brand new joint. Happy accident, but turned out to be phenomenal. But I think that was like four euro, and it was wonderful. No, it was more than that. Uh, and the pizzeria... It was, it was five. Oh, okay. All right. Then the pizzeria La Notizia. <laughs> yeah, the p- pizzeria La Notizia is the one that Stanley Tucci went to. And it was a little further away for us, but not. it was a fine bus ride. Took you basically to it, um, right to the door. And that was really good as well. That was maybe six euros, so about the same. And then also, another cool thing in Naples, you got to try while you're there. They got a big street food scene for like fried stuff. It's like a state fair. They'll just fry pasta 
They really will. It's uh, it's actually delicious. That was my favorite thing. We like went a to pocket of pasta. Decumano Thirty One Street Food, uh, and we just got the sampler box. Yeah, for two, mm-hmm. and it was just there was just all sorts of fried stuff in there. There's also something, and it's like a little fried. It almost tastes like a little fried like almond flour dough ball and it was like a like a desserty thing and that was really good too um and there was just like some fried like mozzarella and just so so much fried stuff but it was all really good and while you're there uh try the fried pizza i mean in naples yeah they have they just have fried pizza dough and sometimes it's stuffed with things and we got one and it was ridiculously huge and it was really really good yeah and that was naples i don't know it was a big Big two weeks there in Campania. I loved it. It was everything. I've always wanted to go to that region, and it really lived up to everything I wanted it to be. I'm definitely not saying I loved Naples. (laughs) Me and Naples have got some beef. Why can't you just update your business hours? Every (laughs) single time we would go to a restaurant, that restaurant would be closed, even though it said open on Google, and we'd have to find a backup or a backup to the backup. If you're going out in Naples for food, choose four restaurants that you would be fine with because you'll probably have to use the third or fourth one. I don't know what working time is like in Naples, but that was a genuine problem. Yeah. I think it's time. Time for a lightning round. Gigino is short for Luigi. Somebody explain this to me. Gigino is longer than Luigi. Gigino is a nickname for Luigi, but literally how? I don't understand. I like it, though. Naples is a city that will have you ask, how many turds is an acceptable amount of turds to see on a street? I did not know that I would have to ever consider this question in my lifetime because there are dog poos everywhere. And the first one, you don't really notice. The second one, you don't really notice. But the fifth one, you're like, man, there are a lot of dog poos everywhere. And then by like the 30th one, you're like, this city has a problem. A restaurant we went to in Sorrento had a brilliant plumbing solution for their sink. Uh, Why don't we have footsteps to activate the water? It was absolutely brilliant. Why do I have to reach and like twist a knob on and off and get germs and stuff like that when I can just step on a thing like a water fountain and have the water come out. I want to rig up my house one day to have a water delivery system like this. They have a line of chocolates in Naples that are just called Gay Odin Chocolates, which is my favorite new episode of Marvel What If. And that's the lightning round, which brings us to what we're looking forward to most. What are you looking forward to, Cammy? I'm looking forward to going to the Hitman Winery. I don't really have a hitman sound. I, want, I wanted so much to have a sound effect there. I don't really have a hitman sound. Quick, karate chop my karate. Uh-huh. Nope, I hate that. Yeah. Uh, no, in the game Hitman 3, there is a level that takes place in Argentina with a super fancy kind of new age, very distinct looking winery uh, that is not in Argentina. It's actually based off a winery right here in Tuscany, just a few short minutes south of Florence and we're going tomorrow and it's I an cannot, hour south. I cannot wait to see it in real life. It's gonna be so much fun. I'm gonna put a barcode on the back of my head. 
And I'm going to keep him from reenacting the video game. And I'm going to annoy the heck out of our tour guide. That <laughs> tour guide is going to hate me from the first minute I open my mouth and explain why we're there. And then he's going to look to me for solace. And I'm going to be like, I don't really like alcohol. Yeah. Can't rein me in on this one. Hitman 3, winery. I cannot wait. Kirsten, what are you looking forward to most? Uh, I'm really looking forward to when we get to Verona. So this is going to be, I guess, another episode. Um, and I'm looking forward to trying your hand at making some pasta after having so much good pasta. So I'm going to look up some recipes and we're going to see what we can, uh, what we can do. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you're looking forward to hollering at ladies in balconies. Are you accusing me of catcalling women? Nah, it was a Romeo and Juliet. Didn't he? That's catcalling. He was absolutely catcalling her. I can't believe you would compare me to Romeo. He was a 17-year-old man hitting on a freaking 14-year-old. The worst part was that he wrote sword on his gun. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, tell us about the meal of the week, Cameron. <laughs> my meal of the week was... I think I'm going to go with the Scolio. Alrighty. It was an excellent meal. It was an expensive meal. And those eggplant meatballs, if I could have just had a meal of the eggplant meatballs, <laughs> I think I would have been happy. Me too. What about you? It's the eggs. Is it just, just the, the eggs? eggs? It's just the eggs. The fr- the, well, I don't even like eggs. The these complimentary eggs, were eggs. Guys, these eggs were out of this world. I'm never going to get over them, ever. All right. Well, now I'm sad we went to the Scolio <laughs> and spent all that money when we could have just had yeah. all the eggs back at the Airbnb. Because uh, that brings us to the total cost. Yeah, it's not looking good this week either. It's very expensive still. Hopefully we can make up for this in the coming weeks. The total cost for this week is $696.38 a piece, which brings the total for the trip up to $6,318.50 a piece. So we're definitely getting up there, um, but we'll see how much longer we can stretch this um, and go from there. That's painful, but not as painful, I guess, as last week. Definitely better than last week. I can live with that. I also feel like, you know, spending more several weeks in a row is more like uh, motivation to spend less. Gosh darn it. In Verona, it'll be nice. We'll have a kitchen. We'll be able to cook more. Also, another thing, if you're traveling for a long amount of time, it's worth it to spend a teeny bit more to get a place for yourself that has a kitchen. That way you can cook more at home, especially when places aren't open on certain days of the week. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll talk all about that next week. Yeah. But until then, of course, make sure you're following us on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Yeah. Make sure you're checking out those stories, guys. I've been dropping a lot of cool stuff in the stories. And if you missed any, you can check them out in the highlights. And I've been doing some Negroni Week reviews on tiktok so worth checking out yeah. coast to coast pod that's where you can check all those out of course coast to coast pod.com and make sure you're subscribed on i guess apple pods spotify wherever you listen to your podcasts you can find us there and leave us a five-star review if you're on apple pods so more people can find us yeah and next week we'll have a florence episode with you and i'm pretty excited for that yeah you'll be florence i'll be the machine oh I was going to say, you'll be Florence, I'll be Nightingale. They're both good. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, both, are, both are great. So, Kirsten. Cameron. Wherever you travel, take coach.